0: Welcome to Dual Win Games, episode 31. Today we review Crown of Amara, and we go over our top
1: 10 two-player-only games. We are your hosts. This is Ryan. And this is Tim. Back for another episode without Michael. So in that case, we're going to postpone the top 250 final... I got nothing. Yeah, the the Board Game Geek top
0: 250. If you listen to the end of last episode... We claim we we're going to go through that, so if you got that far and you're disappointed now... You're going to get more disappointed the more you listen. Here. I, I apologize. <laughs> that was my fault. So, Ryan, I keep seeing new releases coming out.
1: Okay. What do you got?
0: And it's going to what lead... In... Like,
1: announced games down the pipe?
0: Yeah, and yeah, announced games. And a lot of Marvel games are coming out. And you know I'm big on Marvel. I know you're not.
1: I don't hate it, but I'm not big.
0: Yeah. I am. You're the big one on it. I'm the big one on it. So currently, the, as we're sitting here talking, I'm, I'm not even going to look because I'm not sure when the Kickstarter ends, but Cool Mini or Not is running Marvel.
1: Oh boy, what is it called? Is it Marvel United or? I don't know. That sounds right. Are you backing that? I figured you'd back it.
0: I thought about it um... and I'm actually not going to. <sighs>
1: Good, I like it. I was really hoping you went back. <laughs>
0: so, you know, we kind of joked that I was going to be a day one backer because of the theme, and I thought about it, and then, you know, I watched the videos on it, and it just kind of a really simple, you're playing cards to fight the villains at different locations, and they got the, the chibi miniatures that look like Arcadia
1: Quest. So now you haven't gone back and looked at all the stretch goals, right? Because that'd probably tempt you, because I know you like the stuff i still see it pop up because i get like okay
0: i don't know I, it must have been from one of the kickstarters i backed from them once before so they'll i still get stuff all the time i get emails all the time spam hammer yeah yeah and then between the different facebook groups and you know stuff on instagram i'm always seeing oh look look at the new hero look at the new hero expansion pack you can get but i'm still not tempted the only thing i was tempted about was that I think it would be simple enough to play with my oldest boy and I think he'd really like it because you know we're running around fighting heroes and the price point's only $60 which I was kind of surprised I thought you know recently the Simon games have been like 100 bucks on Kickstarter
1: yeah but it's not as miniature heavy
0: right they're sure going to make it though as much as they can which to me that's not a bad thing But it still wasn't enough to draw me in. I'm proud of you. Also, Ryan, they're coming out with a new theme for Villainous. What do you got? Well, Marvel Villainous. And then just before we started recording today, I saw that they're coming out with Marvel Splendor. (laughs) So, you know, I'm in our group. I'm the biggest Marvel guy or superhero guy. I'll even go that far cuz I like DC and uh you know other stuff yeah, like Overall that. superhero. Overall, yeah. yeah, you know, I'm not going to say I'm just a sole Marvel guy, but I'm almost getting burnt out on like these Marvel games. You know, I love Legendary still. I love Dice Masters, playing that. I still want to try that card game, The Marvel's Champions. Yep. I still want to try that. I've been hearing a lot of good things and about it's
1: it. flight one, or whatever.
0: Yep, but these reskinned games, just with the theme on it, I, I don't know, I don't. Well, you got Batman Love Letter though. That grabbed you. I did. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's the same thing as Splendor Marvel, pretty much. Pretty much, but so the thing was though, I wanted to try a love letter game, and obviously, the superhero theme. Yeah. Which obviously, there's no theme in there, but. Yeah, you you actually got me on that one. (laughs) (laughs) But now you know, looking at it, I'm not huge on splendor either. But putting the Marvel license on it, I'm not gonna. What are you collecting then? Like instead of gems or? Well, it's the Infinity Gauntlet. From Thanos, you didn't watch the new. No, you just get a gauntlet. You wanted. You get a gauntlet and you get like little Infinity Stones on each finger. Collecting Infinity Stones is probably. I'm I'm assuming. That you're you have your own little
1: gauntlet and you're trying to collect little rings. This is gauntlet, like a one size fits all gauntlet? I would think so. So even like remember how big Hulk could fit into the same gauntlet that like Yeah. So if you'd watch the movie, Hulk had it on and then even
0: Tony Stark had it on at one point. Did it shrink in size? Yeah, it wasn't just some like
1: gigantic <laughs> Well, I don't know. I just didn't know if it, you could see it shrink or if it was like one of those things that magically just it just fits everyone. I'd have to re-watch it to, you know, see
0: the how the actual glove maneuvering works, but <laughs> that would be an
1: interesting side side movie they could do. <laughs> Just the engineering they might, behind. Yeah, they might run out of ideas, so that might be what they got. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a worker placement board game too, you know, engineering the glove and Oh yeah. You got to you got to make your own gauntlet glove. See, now you're Yeah. You're uh, giving them ideas now. It just comes to a point, like, so you are obviously on a different side than me. I don't, I'm mostly impartial to Marvel, I guess. Like, I'm take it or leave it, where you get pumped about it. And yep. it just comes to a point now where it's just like, it's too much for you. And it's too much like, why is this even on this game? Mm-hmm. Like, this theme on this game type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It
0: uh, It pains me. But yeah, I'm not gonna be buying into all these Marvel games. It's gonna have. To, I like the, the unique games. You know, if they're gonna make a game, you know, that kind of stands on its own. You know, does this Marvel United do that? Sure, it's different. It's not just a retheme. But I want something more than just kind of a simple type of game. I guess. You know what I really want though? What do you want? I want more non Marvel superhero stuff.
1: Yeah, it's not much. No, more DC. What are they doing? I could use some B for Vendetta or oh, Some like that, Watchmen? Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Spawn, I love some Spawn, but no. Maybe Kelvin and Hobbs, you know, throw them in there. <laughs> yeah, we could keep going if you want. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go on to some recent plays here. Okay. What's your first one, Tim? My first recent play was the first game
0: that i picked on my pick day recently and that was underwater cities vladimir uh, suhi or suchi or i really enjoyed it it's kind of uh you know engine building game you start with nothing you just start with one dome which is your first underwater city and you're basically getting resources um the cool mechanic to it, or the different mechanic is the worker placement is you're basically placing a door on the board, which is very bizarre.
1: Well, we we won't get into the the components and bizarre the, components. Yeah, so like you're you're the,
0: placing your worker. Let's just get Well, go we
1: could up. get into it a little bit here, like the cards. Why well, what's wrong with the cards? Card art? Oh the card art. Well yeah. What's worse? The card art in this or terraforming Mars? That dog in terraforming Mars really annoys me. I think this, I guess, is technically better art because it's consistent. Yeah, I think that's what w- my a... answer is. But you looked at some of those and it's like, <laughs> what is going on?
0: <laughs> They're very bizarre. <laughs> Anyways, what you're doing is you're basically placing a worker out on the board. There's a green, orange, and a red section of the board, and when you place your worker out you're going to play a card with it and if that card matches the color that you placed on so if i placed on a green area and i'm playing a green card i get to do that worker placement spot and i get to do the card that's pretty cool i like that a lot that you know you're trying to basically figure out what cards you have and you know how it works well with the action you're going to take you can also you're never like really blocked out so if i don't have any green cards in my hand i can still play on that green spot yeah and just discard a card you know with the the red cards not going to take effect uh so i like that i like the engine building of it i yeah what do you think
1: no i liked it overall definitely liked it really enjoyed it i guess nitpicky things would be obviously a lot of the component funky things, but as far as gameplay goes, the only thing I really had was, once in a while I was frustrating, or lucky, like in this, what is there three eras, or whatever they are. Yeah. Something like that. The second one, I got a lot of lucky card draws, where it just really worked well with what I was doing, and then it was like the opposite in the third era, where it was like, nothing worked with what I was doing, I couldn't get the color cards that I wanted, so I kind of wish there was like a, like a face-up you can draw from the top of the deck too, but maybe there's some face-up cards, or maybe you got to pay a little something too to draw, or pick one of those cards because they're face-up, you know, something like that. I know it could lead to more AP with people, but if they're already face-up out there and it's not your turn, you're gonna be looking at them, mm-hmm. and someone grabs one of them, you just got to look at one more card. So that part was a little. There are some special cards
0: that you can kind of buy by taking certain actions, but it, they're not really. You know, you could play them later and you got to pay to play them, but they're kind of like a specialty car. They're not quite, not quite what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. It was just mildly annoying once in a while when I was like, I really need to take the green action now or the orange action or whatever, but I just could never get the card of that color or i got one It just didn't work at all it didn't really help me at all i mean yeah okay i still got to do the action i wanted and i have to prioritize do i want to play mm-hmm. you know do I want to do this or that that was the only thing that was a little bit frustrating at times but overall i like pretty much everything about it i had no real problems what was it with the cell phone like the turn order track. Yeah, why is the turn order track on a cell phone like underwater cities and i, I don't know it's just a phone
0: it's very bizarre yeah,
1: that did not make any sense to me. Because on, either. like, one side of the phone... It's is... supposed to be, like, a UN-type-ish track, or what is it called, technically? The...
0: Yeah, because, well, so on if you look at the board where the phone is, it has where it's the uh, the turn order track on the left side, and then the right side of that area is, like, like you said, it's like the UN track, where... You're kind of moving up this track for turn order next round, yeah, and then it it determines turn order next round. You get like bonuses too when you hit a certain tier and stuff like that. But yeah, it's they could have just made a track on the board instead of like a weird weird.
1: phone, yeah. It just looked odd, it's like just it's like (sighs) it It was like in a weird spot on the board, like in uh, I don't know, it was just yeah, you'll just have to look at it it because it's very bizarre if you've
0: never seen it, it's just. It's very weird. There's a lot of weird things with the art and the board and
1: yeah. Um, overall, though, it was good, good. Um, you know, it's kind of your like you mentioned engine building. It's a tableau card builder, so it's a lot of feel of terraforming Mars in that sense. Maybe yeah. Mario Kaibo, I guess too, with like the card play, but more terraforming Marsy because you're kind of just playing a lot of the cards you're playing and discarding them. Some of them you are keeping in front of you. Yeah. For like special abilities and one-time uses and things like that, it's hard to say which one I like more. Maybe I mean, if you get the upgraded uh, the expansion that has like the upgraded components and the yeah. player board and stuff like that, I probably would like this more. I think, oh, yeah. but I don't know. They're
0: pretty close. I'm definitely when I, you know, do see this out in the wild, I'm gonna pick up that expansion for sure because I I really liked it, you know, that much where I I like the uh, the what the expansion gives you with those recess player boards. A few other upgraded components from different cards, I believe. And then also it sounds like there's different uh, things you can kind of pick and choose what you want to put in there. So, like, one of them is uh, instead of just the basic uh, starting assistance that we all get, and they're all the same, they actually...
1: Those are pretty... I mean, you upgrade those pretty much instantly. Yeah. I don't even know if I used mine the whole game. Probably not. You got rid of your dolphin pretty quick. (laughs) It gives you better
0: assistance, and I... Also believe it helps, uh, kind of like what Prelude okay. gave in Terraforming Mars, jump starting yeah. It kind of has that as well too, where it gives everyone kind of a little jump start on cool. building your city. So, definitely looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, it was a good one. What do you got? Recently played on Mars. Uh oh. What? Oh, I'm just my brain is still trying to understand oh, what happened. Oh. <laughs> no, it was it was really good.
0: The hesitation and just the look <laughs> on your face.
1: Well, I don't I, even I know how to like to... formulate what to say about it, even. Did you like it? I liked Let's it a lot. It. Okay. Um, when I was playing it, I enjoyed it. It was a little long, but it was the first play, and we were really like APing and just looking things over. We weren't like worried about You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was definitely a long game, longer than it should play. We played it two-player, Michael and I. After the game, I, just, I haven't stopped thinking about it since I played it, <laughs> and I haven't played it since. So I think I'm, we're playing it tomorrow possibly but i've just been dying to play it again yeah. like i think it was all game day i was like just I just kept thinking about it. like i'm playing other games i'm just thinking about on mars <laughs> like in the back back of my head when i'm like playing this game <laughs> who knows where we'll end up but i did really enjoy it it's a very long teach there's only probably two or three things maybe that are kind of goofy to wrap your head around most of it's pretty straightforward stuff but it's just a lot of rules and stuff and whatnot okay yeah i mean we'll probably review this sometime down the road so don't want to get too into it i know it was only your first play but how does it stack up to like lisboa it's hard to say i mean it's right in that range for me at least but it's really hard to say it's got a lot of different feel though than lisboa Mm -hmm. like totally different game but for me liking it wise it's right in there we'll see after a few more plays where it's gonna nestle up it might be above it might be below it
0: so at this point how high is like lucerta getting up on your like favorite designer list
1: uh if you're asking about him and fister is not even disgustingly close it's 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 a landslide (laughs) for fister so i still medium heavy is my like sweet spot Mm -hmm. where lucerta's games are heavy so it's it's a lot more to put into it to learn it and understand it and stuff like that. Yeah. So now you recently backed a Certa Kickstarter, didn't you? Yep. Kanban EV. I'm excited about that. I've always been interested in that one for whatever reason. You just want to work on an assembly line. Yeah. I just always wanted to work on a car part or in a car factory. So it's been a dream of mine, <laughs> <laughs> well, but uh, you it, go. It, it to me, it just seems like it has like, I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going with this, so I'm just going to stop right now. I'm just trying to get you to talk about it. So, what do you got, Tim? What do I have? Well, before we moved on,
0: I I was trying to lead you on because I was going to ask you if if Lacerda designed a game with the uh, Marvel license, would you
1: play it? Uh, I'm not saying if he designed something in the Cthulhu realm, you know how I'm against that, but I would... Look into it. Yeah. so I was just trying to rat you somehow. It, I know. It didn't quite work out, and then you jumped
0: ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of getting jumped all over, Ryan... Yep. We recently played
1: Specter Ops Broken Covenant. Yeah, you did real bad. I didn't do that bad, okay? The only person I've seen ever... Well, I didn't actually see that game, but I, that's ever done worse is Marv, and that was like world record losing time.
0: Well... He really tried. I was trying to win. I actually armed one of the objectives, but yeah. it was the heat. The heat was on. That's what killed me. So if you've played Specter Ops, it plays pretty much the same. Same mechanics. I mean everything. The only thing it really changes, obviously, the board, the characters, gives you new agents and hunters. It gives you like little green zones. So if the if the agent starts a turn. On the green zone, you get to draw an equipment card.
1: So yeah, the gameplay is exact the same. Just,
0: yeah, just more stuff, which I love. You're big in. I'm I'm all over that. So this one, I mean, I just I love playing this game. It's super tense playing as the
1: agent. I was the. Um, it wasn't real tense for me this time, just because you did so bad. <laughs> it was for me because I'm <laughs> yeah, like. I know. I'm the character with like the roller skates on, so I like go skating in. I can move five spaces. It's kind of funny. After the game, Aaron is, like, "He's like, it was a little short, but it was pretty fun just whooping the piss out of him." <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you guys were enjoying it because I'm
0: I'm sweating and getting punched every yeah. turn. You guys are laughing, and uh, you were the guy with the dog too, and that just you could sniff me out, and it just
1: yeah. If he saw basically, I mean. Obviously, going to work as best we can. So he would look for move each time and look for you. Then if yeah. he saw you, I could just get right on top of you.
0: Right, and then Aaron playing the heat. So if he moves two spaces, he can use like heat vision to like see through. Yeah, I, everything. I want so, some heat vision. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: I don't. I don't know like how that works. Where you, the less you move, the greater heat vision you have. If moves more than three spaces, his heat vision's gone, so... I'm not sure. They got that technology, but then it's they can't... It's a sketchy
0: technology. <laughs> they didn't quite craft it yet. It's like a... Yeah. But, yeah, I definitely recommend checking out Specter Ops or this, but just know you got to get... Basically, you got to contact the customer support and get, like, stickers sent to uh, you. Oh, yeah. Because uh, the board's misprinted in, like, six spots, so you got to
1: put little stickers on it. You got anything else Ryan? Um so the last one that's recent for me is uh Jorvik a game by Stefan Feld. Ooh, you know I like Stefan Feld. Stefan Feld. Do you still like him after this? Uh, yeah. Okay. So this what we played you bought you picked this up. Or, oh, I'll let you tell the story. Okay. So it was uh it was on cool
0: stuff and it was on sale so of course anytime i make a cool stuff order you know i have to get the free shipping you know i can't just get one game or whatever so i'll trickle in just extra stuff you know we talked about it earlier i like the extra stuff so i see your on there for five maybe 10 bucks so i thought hey it's a it's a Feld game i haven't played a bad Feld game yet I'll try it read through the rules it seemed interesting I watched some videos on it I was still intrigued because of the auction mechanics so you each round you're going to play cards on the board and then in turn order you're going to play out one of your meeples basically and the number of pawns or meeples underneath the card that determines the price so whoever first placed under the first card, if there's three meeples there, it's gonna cost you three coins to buy it. If you don't wanna spend the three coins, you could pull your meeple off. Then the second person gets to choose if they want to spend two coins then because there's two people there yet. And then so on. You can get to the last person they can pull off, and then the card just gets discarded. I thought that sounded pretty cool. I was wrong.
1: I was I also have now played a bad feld game. So my question to you is Well, while- I agree with you. I like the auction mechanic. Yeah. And actually playing the game, I still like that auction mechanic. It was the rest of the game. For me, that was horrible. I don't know why you would think you'd like that mechanic, though, because that's like an interactive ratty auction mechanic. I get that. And I knew that, you know, but
0: I thought, hey, it's so
1: cheap. Okay.
0: Yeah. I hope that it would play fast, because that was my assumption. And, I, you know, even games with interaction, you know, I'm fine with sometimes.
1: But I was going to say, speak carefully here, because...
0: <laughs> I was picking my word, but, you know, it wasn't even the cutting off that was
1: bad for it. No, the, the game itself was awful, because I don't know if we just got unlucky card draws, but... We got no goods, like ships with goods on until, like, the third round. Third or fourth round, yeah. it It's not until, like, the second age, because
0: you set the deck up in a certain way. The, there's no ship cards in that first age. I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that either until we were playing, and all of a sudden
1: it's like, oh. Yeah, it was awful. There we go. It was, like, such a slow-going game. I'm bidding. I don't have any money to bid. Mm-hmm. I get stuff that's tight and whatnot, but, like, what am I even... Bidding four, then I got a coin or two. There's no goods. I need to get these goods to exchange the goods in for resources or points or other goods yeah. to, to recipe uh, completing my goals on a card. Like trading these three goods for four points at the end of the game, or it was just we spent a half an half an hour and did nothing, and we were like a third of the way close to half of the way through the game yeah it was like nothing was going on yeah and that's where it just completely died because i had no money
0: if you don't buy any cards around you get two coins if you bought a card you get one coin yeah so none of us could buy
1: anything so all we're doing is making it so all the cards are unpurchaseable yeah
0: just and that's what it turned into and I I really hope the game wasn't just going to be, oh, I'm, I have no money, so I'm literally going to just try to cut you off every turn, every round. Why, why make it so tight with the money and the resources? That's, that's what really... Well, bring the resources out early. Well, yeah, that, that too. Know, even if they did that, you know, if there's more resources early, then we can kind of get our engine going because the first two rounds, we were literally just grabbing cards and just hoping that we could combo it together later.
1: Yeah, I'm sure we're idiots and doing it wrong, but man, that was that was bad. And I remember, I think I was the first one to say like, "This sucks." Well, we were all sitting there looking at each other, and you're like, "So I think you went you went outside or something, put some firewood in or whatever." And I think Aaron looked at me and he's like, "You feeling this?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> And then we played like another round or so, and then we just kind of all like stopped, looked yeah. at each other, and you guys basically asked me, "Anybody feeling this game?" And it's like, "No, <laughs> we'd be done." <laughs> You're like, "Cause yeah. it's up to you; it's your pick." You know, if someone like you had mentioned Tim, if someone was enjoying it, I'll finish it out. Whatever, that's fine. Yeah, I'm not. But it... none of us were into it at all, so it's like, "Yeah, let's just pack it up."
0: Yeah, and I think that is the first time we've ever like mid game just packed it up because.
1: We weren't enjoying it. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, other circumstances, yeah, maybe we packed a game away. But as far as, like, everyone agreeing... We we packed up King of Tokyo that one time. Well, (laughs) that was extremely different. I love that game, and that was... Your mother-in-law showed up, and... We were in a hurry to get out of the dining room.
1: (laughs) But, yeah, it was... That was rough, and uh, I'm glad I wasn't the only one that didn't enjoy it so I didn't have to suffer through it. So I didn't like pick it again right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's my pick. Yeah, yeah,
0: so it was sad, but yeah, that's by far my least favorite FELD game. Least favorite game I've played this year.
1: That is um... not for me. Uh, Railroad Inc was much worse for me. Really, it was that bad for you? I knew I'd have you... to. I'd have to look at my other game. I would play, like, I would actually finish a game of Yorvik or play it again if over Railroad Inc. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh? Definitely.
0: Not that I wanted to try it, but I just kind of interested because you know I was actually in that game of Yorvik and not in the other ones. That's well, all we got
1: for recent plays. That's it? Stop it on a real
0: downer. All right. Well, well, let's move on to something a little more positive, at least hopefully positive, right? Uh, we'll see. We shall. And that brings us to the review game of the episode, and that is Crown of Amara. Oh, I thought you meant positive like
1: this is the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> no, no, my friend. Oh, okay. You're stuck with me for a little bit yet. Crown of Amara was designed by Benjamin Schwerf, and published by Pegasus Spiel in 2018. It plays one of four players in 45 to 75 minutes. Crown of Amara is a competitive game in which players are trying to become the future king of Amara once the current one resigns by persuading immigrating citizens to support you. you are trying to balance citizen points and building points equally during the game. During each turn of the game you will be drawing action cards from your deck and take the action depicted on the card as well as move one of your two counselors located on two different rondelles a number of spaces indicated by where you place the card. You can take actions on the board of where your moved counselor lands. You may take either the counselor movement actions or card actions in any order. The game will end after six rounds. Each player looks at the building points and citizen points on the score track. Your final score will be the lower of these two scores, and whomever has the highest final score will be heralded as a sometime in the nearish future King of Amara. So Crown of Amara, Tim, slap it on the table. Yep. What do you think about the component quality? I think it's pretty good. Uh, You know, kind
0: of your standard Euro game. I mean, as far as art and components, I
1: don't really... One thing that was weird, I don't know if you noticed, was the boards are double-sided. And the one side is kind of like, it's like a hazy, brighter, I, I don't know, it's like uh, dusty looking kind oh, of. Oh, yeah, you did show me that. That is weird. Yeah, I mean, it, it's nice, you can pick whichever side you want, but I don't know. I think it's
0: just for, so you can see
1: like the... It's less busy, I guess it looks, but... It tones down the art, then. Yeah, but it's yeah. not even, it's not busy at all. No, I didn't I... feel like when I was playing the game, I didn't have any No, No, I
0: thought the game was... I'm not going to say light, but it's lighter. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't think it was busy to where it would need a hazy side. Yeah,
1: but, but, I mean, I guess that was nice to have that option, but I've never really seen that before. You know, I guess it is better than just having a
0: blank yeah. side. At least give people options. So, yeah, that is yep. that is cool. I've...
1: Yeah, the cardboard and, uh, you know, components, the resources and whatnot are kind of normal, nice Components, yeah. nothing like outstanding, but definitely a little bit above average, I'd say. You know, you're, you're average, above average yeah. type. Yeah, I agree. about the theme? how the theme get you? Nope. Really? Not much, no. You, did, you didn't feel it? No. When it, you're, uh, you know, moving up your noble rank from uh, whatever. From like, I, I don't know the noble ranks. So I'm going to yeah. be just way off. Yeah, but like a duke to a prince or whatever. I don't know. I don't know the exact order, but you didn't feel that. No, you're handing in a signet ring, and you're trading in
0: a couple of rings and some coins. coins that depending
1: didn't, on, did make you feel it? Nope, I didn't feel it there. What about moving your building marker up the building score track? Did that make you feel like your housing was improving? It felt like I was moving a house because it's like a <laughs> meeple
0: shaped like a house. <laughs> but as far as like improving my housing,
1: no. Yeah, there was no you building points. Yeah, there's no, no theme at all. You're
0: building points, people points. Did the you theme, feel like you're moving your little noble around the little uh, rondelle? Did you feel no. like you were visiting a nope. different farm? not at all. Really?
1: <laughs> you? No. Yeah, it's the theme is the the king right now wants to find like the most... You got to persuade the people like you're going to be the next king and there's not war in the land and you got to kind of follow in his footsteps and this is like... That never happened, did it? No, I thought you usually just went to you know their, their kids. Well, this is a different land and a different time, Tim.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: I'm mean, I'm not opposed to it. No, but it, I didn't feel it at all. So if you're looking for a thematic euro, it's not it.
0: They could have made it more of like an election game.
1: Yeah. Well, let's talk about gameplay. Let's just skip over that for whatever you said. Fine. <laughs>
0: You do it all the time anyway. Yep.
1: Uh,
0: So for me, gameplay is where this game shines. You know, good components, complete lack of theme. You'd have to give us a sticky
1: index, but... uh... Um, You know when you lather your hands up with soap? Yep. Kind of washing your hands up, and you, uh, you try to grab that soap... It just squirts away? Yeah, that's what this was. This is a uh, repellent theme. <laughs>
0: like an anti-theme? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, it, it It tried to stick onto me a couple times, but it just washed right off. Like you wanted that soap to, like, yeah, stick around? Yeah, I wanted that theme. I wanted to grab it, but it just
0: <sniffs> flew away. You're lying if, if you're going to say that you bought this game for theme. Yeah, and you I, wanted... no. Okay. Because even the box cover is kind of like... Generic, generic, crown brand. On the front. Yeah. yeah, and that's almost unfortunate. It, it didn't have the Concordia effect, no, me. it wasn't like it's not ugly, that. yeah, it's not it's like not that. It's not ugly,
1: but Concordia is ugly. But the box. <laughs> you
0: made a good point that it's generic, yeah, and with it being a generic theme, like a generic cover like that, I didn't really look into it, and it's kind of a shame because I really like this game. Because, like I said before, gameplay is where this game shines. I like the the victory point tracks. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted I so I actually wanted to like it more than I did, because I wanted it to feel like Prodigal's Club.
1: But it but Prodigal's Club <laughs> like it's so it's a different animal because I, I, I know I know. But let me get into it. Okay, okay. Because now I'm thinking about Prodigal's Club. and You got me excited. Because it's got, well, it's three different score tracks on that one. Right. And, like, you're losing all your possessions. and So the theme is, like, it's actually there and it's funny. Yeah. So, but.
0: But with that, it gave me that feel. But it was almost like a tease. Because I wanted, like, it to be more. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense at all?
1: Yeah, I mean, I didn't go into it thinking Prodigal's Club. Because there's a bunch of games that have, like. Take your, like Wendake, you played that yep. recently. That's almost the same thing, a little bit different, but that when you have two sets of tracks and you take your lower score on each track, Yeah. you know, type of thing. I think I liked Wendake's
0: scoring better than that. Maybe just... Yeah, there maybe, was more to it. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. I just wanted a little bit more to the scoring. Yeah. I love that concept of you're going to have more than one scoring marker and you're going to score your lowest of the two or of the four or of the three, whatever the game is. I love that in games. But this one, I really liked it, but I didn't
1: it was, like it as much as the other ones. It was as base as that can get, though, as having more than one score track. Yeah, you maybe know, that was it's it. It's your standard. Yeah. There's two score tracks. You're going to score your lowest of the two, so try to move up together as much as you can, you know.
0: Yeah. So you know getting past that I really like the the two different boards that you have basically one board is you're moving on this rondelle and you are collecting resources more or less
1: yeah that one's basically your resource board you got four different spots you're getting your wood your linen or cloth or whatever it is yeah. your grain and stone mm-hmm.
0: and then the other board is basically where you're going to cash those in so as you move around the rondelle on there you're Wherever you land, you're going to take your action. You know, I I like that. And then getting to those actions, I really like the card play. So on your turn, you're going to draw... Or at the start of the round, you're going to draw three cards. And those three cards have different actions on it. Maybe it'll just give you a resource. Maybe it'll help you move a little bit farther or, you know, do something special. And then you're going to play it on your board, which has one, two, and three. So if I play on the middle spot on the two if i play my card there i'm gonna move my noble two spots you take a card action and then you take your board action and i i really enjoyed it i liked kind of how that worked you know i never really felt like i was not able to take actions that i wanted to
1: yeah it was nice that you can move you can play your card action or your uh, movement action first, Yep. and put your card in whatever slot you haven't used this round. That's nice. You're not like you have to go here, then here, then here. You can do whichever, the one, two, or three. it's kind of cool, too. The one card is actually just a movement, so you move one, take an action, and then you can move another three. I don't know. It's just, you can do some interesting combinations, and it's thinkier than what... It might appear at first glance at the game. It is a very easy game to learn and understand. Yeah. But there's times when you're taking your actions where you get a, the timing of it is interesting with the two rondelles and being able to choose which council you want to move. Yeah. The one side is very basic and easy, it's just your resource collection. Um, the other side had more to it, but I felt like the construction site was my biggest negative of the game. The construction site was by far. I mean. That's the biggest point scoring spot. So, I think the last game I played, as far as like the, I think it's the town it's called. So, in the four spots in the town, I only went to a spot, the palace or whatever it is, to get the uh, signet ring. That's the only other spot I went to all game. Every other time, it was the construction site. Okay. I mean, I might have gone to other spots just to move my counselor to get back to that construction site but i don't even know if i did that because i just when i played that town card i would always go to the construction site to take an action and i would just unload all my resources my wooden and stone and hmm. bread for those points oh so i never
0: i didn't notice that in the plays that i had that that one was do, do you feel that it's overpowered than the other ones or well, it do- it's
1: not, like, overpowered. It's just... It's the spot that can get you both citizen and building points consistently, and you can spend your resources there. The more people that go there, the the weaker it becomes, you know? Yeah. So I, other people weren't going there quite as often, or... So, I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't say it's overpowered because everyone has the opportunity to go there. It's just a more... It's going to be a more visited spot, I guess I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I wish it was spread out a little bit more between the the four different spots.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now, knowing that, are you going to go into every game just planning on hitting that construction
1: site hard? It depends how bad I want to win. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm playing against Marv, I'm going to hammer that construction <laughs> site. No, I mean... So, well, because then it... Because I want to explore... Okay, you know what I mean too, and try out different stuff. But I mean, there's not a whole lot to try out, right? You know, because then I was gonna ask, do you
0: feel like with too many plays, this game's gonna start getting samey?
1: Oh yeah, I could definitely see that. It's not one that I'm gonna want to play that often. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of it's similar to our last. I would say it's similar to uh, Everdell, where I enjoy the game. It's not something I'm gonna want to play that often, but it, it. it's something like that It's kind of the same weight range Yeah, I don't know I felt somewhat I think we mentioned it before in a recent play But Porto Nigra-ish from it With you're playing your hand of cards And then like you pick them all up And you're going to do it again Because you're drawing like three yeah. or whatever And playing them out And you're moving around the board and yeah. Rondelli type stuff I yeah, think I, 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 I like Porto yeah. Nigra better They're not really even the same games at all But that's just kind of the feel I got when I played them,
0: okay, I've I've only played Porta Niagara that one time. I liked it, but I can't really say if I like it more than this one or not.
1: Yeah, the one side is the town side is more interesting to me than the other side because the other side is just collecting stuff. I would agree. Or the other yeah. side, you you're doing more interesting things. I just wish that the construction site, like maybe one of those scoring spots, was on a different one of the town spots, and then they move something over there because you know you can get points other ways like get a bunch of books and you can turn them in Mm -hmm. in the one spot um getting the signet rings getting coins you know you can increase your noble rank that's a good way to get a lot of citizen points
0: yeah that's a good point i almost wish they would have done that where one of the resource spots was in the town like if they had a market or something and then they had one of the point scoring out on the farm to kind of like shake it up a little bit as far as Oh, I'm. I'll move this side of the board just to get resources, and then it doesn't quite feel. Yeah. As. I don't want to say samey, but as it's not as exciting as the other side when you, when you get to cash that stuff in, you, you get start, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I think,
1: the first, round or whatever, I think I just basically, collected, resources and resources, and resources, and then when I. Played the one card To go to any town spot I want. I just went to the Construction site yeah. And turned it in I just felt like Well Why wouldn't I just do that And then buy some of those Advisor cards or whatever I like that You get three different Bonus actions You can take You take one of them each But like the little advisors just little things I do enjoy But they're very like The simplest dumbed down version of it, like you mentioned with the dual scoring, it's interesting. I enjoy that, but it's like the most basic form of that, you know. Yeah, but I think yeah. So I guess my
0: I don't even I don't know if it's a negative or not, but I always feel like this game it ends faster than I expect it to.
1: Yeah, the first time, the first time I played, I definitely felt that. Yeah. Um, so now the next couple plays, I knew, you know, so I it didn't really bother me the next few times I played. But that first time, I definitely got that feeling.
0: Yeah, but you know, I say that, but I also don't want it to go much longer. Yeah, because was, the game it would be is simple.
1: It, yeah, would make it too long, it'd drag them. Right.
0: So really, even though I say, you know, I'm not sure how I feel about it, I, I'm i glad it's a shorter play time because of what the game
1: is. And I would say with 4, it's unless you have a lot of AP or severe AP, it's not going to go more than an hour. No. An hour and a half it, like should be the absolute most that this game would go. Mm-hmm. But I would say an hour or less is definitely going to be your play time on it. Yeah. For most people. Mm-hmm. So what are your final thoughts? My
0: final thoughts on Crown of Amara. So I wish it wasn't uh, just kind of a basic theme. I wish that was spruced up a little bit. It would have made me look into it a little bit sooner. Or actually, I I didn't look into it at all until you got it and started teaching us, really. But, um, you know, it's just kind of a simple... Euro game, you're just collecting resources and then cashing them in. I I enjoy it quite a bit. I like the the scoring. I talked about that. I like how the cards work, where you play your cards, and it gives you the movement. You know, there's just little subtle things in there that help it. Like you said, the advisor cards, you know, if those weren't there, if the that track that you can buy the next step of the Lord, you know, when you cash in your rings, you cash in some coins, if that wasn't there, uh, you know, it would be real super basic. And even on the, uh, the resource track, you can basically spend to put meeples into farmhouses and they help you gather resources when you land on that spot. Yep. So I'm really, I'm really glad those are in there because I, this game would have went down quite a bit if it wasn't just for those little subtle things So I keep wanting just a little bit more out of this game. But then at the end of the day, it's like, okay, it's a short play time. It's simple. You know, we can get a four-player game in really quick. So I don't know if I'd want more stuff chalked in there because if that happened, it would be a longer play time. You know, maybe it would just be a different game. And if I want to play a game that feels like that, I want to play Prodigal's Club. That's... You know, it's meteor, in the in that range. You know what I mean. So this is like that step down where I can like play a game that feels kind of like it. I think the
1: good question then, is. So, Johnny, the group his most hated <laughs> game is Prodigals Club. Yeah. He recently played Wondake, and you could tell he was not feeling it. Yeah, he hated that. He dude. said he liked it more than Prodigals yeah. Club, but that doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. He'd probably hate this too because it's. I think it's the dual scoring. I think so. It really it burns his brain. I think he'd like this better than Wendake, though because well, this yeah, is the this simpler, is more basic. Yeah. Dual but that dual must that dual scoring must really get to him.
0: Yeah, if you don't like dual scoring, you know, this probably wouldn't be for you. But anyways, I love that scoring method. It's, you know, my final rating is about like a 7.5. It's a game I do enjoy and I would uh recommend people check out
1: yeah i think it's a good i mean i echo a lot of what you said tim a lot of the subtleties that they added to it that just give it a little bit more enjoyment i think it's a good probably a good starter euro for somebody yeah because it's got some long-term planning with planning out your cards and your actions and when you want to move to certain spots and it's just interesting deciding which board you want to move on or how far you want to move on it. Um, I guess my final rating is probably seven, maybe seven and a half, right in that range. Played every once in a great while type thing. Mm. So, I think it'd
0: be a good game to you know if we're waiting for somebody to show up.
1: Yeah, and we want to play like a not a filler. A yeah, a little bit more than a filler type mm-hmm. thing.
0: So, if that concludes our review of Crown of Amara. Let's move on to whoa. our... Whoa. Let's do
1: a little look back. Ooh. Back it up. I'll back it up with you. All right. So we missed it last episode, Tim. It's people complaining. Did we? Yes. <laughs> so episode three last year, Yep. we reviewed Western Legends and Dead of Winter. Okay. I have not played Western Legends since, and I my opinion hasn't changed i haven't found a desire to play it but i would play it over yorvik <laughs> um dead of winter i can't remember if i played once since we reviewed it or not i might not have um my opinion of that is remains the same too i really enjoy dead of winter thematic semi cooperative um tense fun fun game for me hmm. yeah i liked
0: Western Legends more than you did, and I have not played it though, which makes me sad. That
1: makes me a little happy. Also, little
0: I do want to play it because I did get the Annie Up expansion. Read right through that; it gives like a, a little extra sideboard. It changes how the poker's played. You can actually play Texas Hold'em instead
1: of just the one round deal, and uh, uh, <laughs> that was like the. For me, the funnest part of the game, but if I'm going to do that, I might as well just play poker instead of playing a board game.
0: (laughs) Well, next time, you can play poker, and I'm going to play Western Legends with with my real friends. All right. (laughs) And Dead of Winter is still a game that I really enjoy. I just haven't been able to get it out, so that's a little sad. It's a solid cooperative game. Yeah. Semi-cooperative.
1: Yep. Uh... So episode four last year, we reviewed Architects of the West Kingdom and Anachrony. Mm-hmm. So how are those grabbing you I like arch- one year later?
0: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've played a few games of Architects since then, and I still enjoy it. still a game that I would recommend to people. Uh, still one that I'd like to play from time to time. Uh, Anachrony. It's- Has it
1: dropped at all, though? Because you were real big on it when you first played it and we reviewed it
0: yeah it's probably dropped a little bit just because
1: So i like to hear because <sighs> i remember you you were you were big aaron was big on it i mean that was yeah. it's his game <laughs> <laughs> i
0: think he won a game or two of it too yeah but with uh paladins coming out I would say maybe it, it pushed well, it down a little Well, why would that bit?
1: drop it, though? It's not even remotely in the same it's not feel remotely. at it's all. It's just the same, the same designer, Same design, the same art. It, it looks
0: the same-ish. That's probably why. Okay. You can't tell me you didn't compare those games when
1: you started talking about them. I'm sure I have, but okay. my enjoyment of one is not going to impact the other. Why not? Because they don't feel remotely the same. But if it's almost in the same line, it's not in the same line. Same line would, to me would be like it's the West Kingdom line. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the, you know, like the Raiders of the North Sea. I mean, that's in the. I guess the they North... both
1: have worker placement. I guess, but the gameplay doesn't feel the same.
0: Yeah, I would agree me. with that, but all right, it's still I, that's my so that's for my... me,
1: architects has plummeted, and it plummeted pretty much every single play I've had of this game. Is it because paladins? No, okay. it plummeted way before that, <laughs> and it's on uh, it's it's on record if you need to look back. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it just each time I played, I just got more bored or more frustrated, more annoyed, whichever. Whichever one of those words you wanna throw in there, sign me up for it. <laughs> I don't hate the game, I'd still play it, but I'm just sick of it. I don't find it very interesting um, yeah, so, so you recently went through like your
0: ratings on board game Geek. Do you remember where you actually put this now?
1: It's probably a six and a half is my guess, I can't remember, oh, okay, but probably well, six and a half What is, was it last year like I gave it a seven and a half. Oh, so it didn't really plummet That's, that hard. Well, for me, though, when a game drops below a 7, it's not good. For my personal ratings, okay. how mine works is like 8 and higher. I really like the game. Yeah. 7, 7.5 is I like it, take it or leave it if I want to like play it or not type of thing. Mm-hmm. Once you get below 7, then it's like I don't really want to play it like a six it's like i don't ever want to play it type of thing so you don't want to play this game at all not really (laughs) (laughs) if aaron picks it and it's going against a real bad game probably go with whichever is shorter this or yorvik oh i'd play this okay like i don't like despise this game but it's just there's so many better worker placement games out there for me that okay games in this line see (laughs) You're coming around, but so an acronym, Tim. I know you're big on it.
0: Yeah, I am not big on it. It's it's okay. I'm fine with the game. You know, if it got picked, and you know, I got stuck playing it. I think the last time we, well, I played it. You were gone. Yeah, I think you keep picking it when I'm gone, which I'm fine with. I, it's not a game like I despise or anything like that. I'm not gonna like avoid playing it if it's matched up against you know something
1: else that another I would, okay game right so you don't really so it's like a six and a half so in that range for me you'd give it a six and a half you don't like it yeah
0: on your scale well i almost maybe like almost a seven where it's like oh no, you like it there's like enough there where i'm not like kicking and screaming if you guys pick it i still think it's because you're historically bad at the game I'm historically bad at like almost every game. Well, you're,
1: so if, you're real bad at this like, one. This though. is like a new level? I know it is. <laughs> it's one of those, like, you're horrible at this one. <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while that comes along for one of us, and it's like, man, I really, really suck at this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those for
0: you. It, that's true, but that doesn't like change how i
1: feel but it just so happens that a game that <laughs> you're really really exceptionally bad at happens to be a game that you don't particularly like i'm just saying yeah, i know i know i <laughs>
0: i get what you're saying you're just in, you're implying a lot there is all you're doing
1: which is fine i get it no my biggest complaint for the game is that i don't like it <laughs> That's my biggest plus. <laughs> I know if I pick it, you're probably not going to be in there. No, is the uh, the explanation. It's just it's real long, long setup, long teach, tons of components, but still really enjoy it. I enjoy it as much as I did when we reviewed it, which is probably eight and a half right there, close to a nine. It's right in that range. So really enjoy it. Down ticket it a little bit for the. Extremely long setup and teach. Hmm, that's fair. So now that we got that out of the way,
0: so we pleased the listeners. We didn't uh, make anybody angry this episode. Maybe, probably, but
1: not for that. Anyways, let's move on she to made somebody upset. Yeah, I'm talking sure. about Jorvik or something else. Yeah, maybe. So let's move on to our top two-player
0: only games. That, Let's do it. That's how you did yours. Yep. Okay. Because
1: two player only. Um, one of them on here. There's a couple of them that you, technically over two, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about that when we get there. Yeah, one of them an expansion makes it more than two, but I'm talking base game. Right. So my number ten. I had a real hard time picking my number ten. It was like 15 games that I really liked, but I wasn't like wild about. Okay. But my number 10 was Battle Line. Quick little tense two-player game. Uh, you're making little poker hands. On, uh, no no theme at all, but <laughs> uh, Reiner Canizia. Yeah. So yep, there, there you know what the theme is. Nothing. So you're making uh, little hands on each side of the board. You get like, I don't think it's 10 flags. Um, you're either trying to control three consecutive flags or be the first one to get five total, I believe and then you're making these little formations, and as soon as you can prove that on the opposite side of that flag, Tim, you're unable to beat my formation of cards, I can then take that flag. So it's a nice, tense feeling of am I going to go for a total number of flags? Am I going for, like, three in a row here? Oh, man, is he going to get three in a row there? He's probably got those two. I need to stop him. So it's just a fun, tense little
0: game. Yeah, it's definitely on my short list. It's it's one I definitely enjoy. I like playing it. You know, if we're just, you know, if I get to your place early and we're waiting for somebody else to show up, get a quick game of this in, and it's a good little game. So my number ten. It is a game about dinosaurs, and that is Dinosaur Island. That is the two-player version of Dinosaur Island. It's uh, it trims down some of the extra stuff that uh,
1: Dinosaur Island has. Now, would you call that stuff it trimmed off, trimming the fat, or no? Okay, just wondering. No, be- felt.
0: because I, I I like Dinosaur Island as well, but as far as a two-player game, I really like this one. Uh, you know, it it just kind of narrows it down just for the two players. It has card play, so each card has, a, if I remember right, the dinosaur on top, and then one of the attractions or snack bars or shirt stands on the bottom, and you basically tucking them either on the top or the bottom, whichever you build, on your little park. Uh, you're managing your threat level still. Uh, so if you're looking for a quicker, just two-player version of Dinosaur Island, I mean, if you like that, this one's right up your alley then. So I definitely recommend it, Doulasaur
1: Island. Yeah, I enjoyed my play of it. My number nine... This is a GMT game, Tim. Ooh. Washington's War. Oh, this hit your list. It hit my list. Uh, it's probably been over three years since I've played it. Yeah. So I've forgotten a lot about it, but I know it's, you know, card-driven and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and really the biggest thing was moving your generals around the board and then being able to battle with them. Uh, a lot of the other uh, card-driven games that we have, probably talk about later you know they might have abstracted battling i mean obviously this is two but this has you know you're rolling dice and you know taking casualties and having to get routed you know it's not super in depth as far as the battling goes but for a car driven game at least the ones that i've played this one has more to it
1: yeah i'd agree
0: and that's the only reason why I didn't put it on my list, because it's been so long since we played it, and I just want to play it
1: again. It felt weird putting it on my list when, like, I can't remember the specifics of the game. <laughs> you just know you really liked it? Yeah, I know yeah. I liked it, but I... It's like,
0: yeah, I wasn't sure if you were going to put that on there, but it's...
1: Well, now you know. We got to play it. Yeah, this, this list was kind of sad for me, because it goes back to the days of when we'd have a lot of two-man nights... Yeah, and now you know we're recording, and a lot of times we would be doing that, or we're playing review games. Right. So that's one of the sad, it was sad things about podcasting is, a lot of our (laughs) free time where we'd be doing these two-player games is now we're doing playing review games or recording. I'm gonna blame it more on your brother.
0: Okay. Because. Okay. It most of these games or a lot of these games we did play a lot of two-player games. And now, you know, once your brother started getting into it, we started playing, obviously, more, you know, three-, four-player games.
1: people, we didn't play two-player two <laughs> Right, games. right. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, you know,
0: that's really what happened. Yeah. So, if anybody's to blame, it's him. Okay. I'll throw
1: that blame on him. I'm fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: not saying that's a bad thing because we're still playing games and whatnot, but uh, that's what I'm going to say. And mm-hmm. poor Washington's war...
1: Yep, and I know on this list there's a lot of the newer two-player-only games that I haven't gotten as much recently in the last few years just because I haven't done that as much. I still play just two-player games a lot. Like, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll still play. Michael will play a lot of two-player games, my wife and I, but just two-player-only games because a lot of those are typically, like Washington's war, more conflict-driven, and they don't really enjoy that while we enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true, too. You know, that doesn't mean these games on the list. I don't play with my wife. But, like, the historical kind of heavier ones, you know, I'm not going to play with her. I'd I'd play with you because I know you're kind of into that kind of stuff, too. But, yeah, so... It's sad.
1: It is sad. You're bringing me right down. (laughs) Well, bring me back up with your number nine.
0: I'm going to bring you up with it. Hopefully. Because, well... (laughs) no it's a game we haven't played in a while and it's one i have played with my wife quite a bit we enjoyed it got a lot of play out of it and it's really died since and that is dice masters
1: it's a good game it is a good game i like it a lot so the few times we have had a chance for two player only games like when we don't have something that we got like we got to play yeah i don't mention this because i just feel like you don't like it anymore I know we were like super hot on it right away, and I still enjoyed it and still wanted to play it. But you kind of like you don't think I it felt like you just kind of like faded from it. Really, yeah, why? I never
0: said anything bad oh, about you... this game. No,
1: you kind of mentioned like you just like you mentioned you and Angela like were super hot on it, and then like you guys just yeah. never played it anymore. So I'm like, well, must not really like it anymore. I'm not going to mention to play it then. <laughs> well, don't do that. Well, I did it, oh. I got decks. Granted, it's been like probably nine months since I even looked at them, but yeah. like probably a year ago or less than that, I built a bunch of decks. Like, well, the next time <laughs> I get to play this, I got some DC and some D and D decks already. Yeah. All wow! Oh, wow. yeah, I I like it, and the only reason why I say it like died off,
0: and not that it died off for me, it just I haven't played it recently. Obviously, you didn't bring it up, so I didn't get all hyped up for it. But like, as far as like, it was a weird like life of this game because when it first came out that first booster set i mean it was people were going like hog wild for it yeah and they couldn't keep it in stock and then what happened was they started releasing they finally caught up and they started releasing a bunch of it and it almost seemed like they like oversaturated the market where I mean, they, they had, had a, a million different. They, pick your theme. Yeah, pick it's your theme. Pretty much. But I mean, they were going. I mean, even for you know, we talked earlier. I want more DC stuff. This is the game for that because I mean, they have like a Green Lantern set. They came up with like a Batman set. Johnny would be and the, it was, you know, the Green
1: Lantern one. Oh yeah, he'd go wild. He'd want to fight against my Batman. Yeah. So he hates the Batman. He hates Batman. He doesn't like Batman at all. He doesn't like Prodigal's Club. He doesn't like Batman. <sighs> I don't even know why we talked to that guy. Why do we? It's horrible. No one else will play
0: with us, so. Oh, yeah. Sad reality.
1: Yeah, so I'm glad to hear this is on your top ten because I didn't think it was going to hit it.
0: So I almost wonder because, I mean, this game, when I was, like, really hitting it with the stride and just enjoying it and loving playing it, I mean, it was, like, really high on, like, my, like, almost top games list if you would have asked me that, it was like one of my favorite games at that time and so it's fallen from that but really it's not
1: like it's yeah fallen that it's, far you know what I mean? it's more of a lifestyle game too so it's hard to like keep yeah. up with it and stay i mean it's not as much as a lot of the other games that you can get but so my number eight we're gonna skip right over uh dc oh it's dice masters and then it's either dc comics or dungeons and dragons Ooh, version of it nice My number eight,
0: it's a game about love, Ryan. You know, I've talked about this game before. This game, it's not about the mechanics. It's about, like, the story that it brings, the different uh, scenarios that it puts you in. And I don't think I've ever laughed so hard playing a game than when I did play Fog of Love with, like, Aaron and Johnny and some random guy at Origins last year. So I found out something interesting
1: about Aaron and Fog of Love. Really? It sounded like he does not like it at all. Really? (laughs) Last game day, what was it? Uh, Marvin and his girlfriend, Amina, were here. Oh, yeah. And they had, I don't know how long they had. We were playing Underwater City, so they had some time to get a two-player game in. I think I had to run and get some food. Yeah, and, and I mentioned, well, what about Fog of Love? And then Aaron was like, no it's gonna be longer than a half hour and i'm like really he's like yeah it shouldn't be but it is (laughs) and i'm like you didn't like it he's like no
0: really so
1: that whole time (laughs) i thought he he liked it yeah we were laughing we're having a good time with it and he's just hating himself he probably liked it took it like a party game like he liked the the laughter and joking around and stuff yeah he he didn't didn't... like he's just like yeah i didn't didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) it's just kind of funny funny. because i thought i was like i thought you liked it he's like no wait No. So
0: So. that's why I always say it's not about like the mechanics of the game. It's not like when I'm sitting down, it's like a meaty game that I'm like digging into. It's about just sitting down with somebody and just laughing and just
1: having a good time with it. That's what makes this favorite two player party game. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, you could say that.
1: All right. Yeah. Fair enough. I haven't played it. I'm sure I'd have fun with it if I get to play it. My number seven it's Fields of Arla or RL, Arl. And, yes, technically, this is three players if you buy the expansion, but it's a two-player game when it came out. still is to me. <laughs> um, I really enjoy it. Uwe Rosenberg, it's pretty similar to a lot of his games. Take some worker placement stuff, grab some resources, exchange stuff, do stuff. Yeah. No, it's good, though. How would you feel about it? So I did not put it on this list.
0: Okay. Only- so you hate it. Only because I didn't play a two-player. Oh, play, I played you, a three-player. Okay. I I almost felt like it'd be, like, cheating the list a little bit. But little anyways.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, um, I enjoy it. You're taking action spots, and you can upgrade some of those actions to get more when you take that action. Um, the scoring's interesting with the animals. There's a lot of different strategies you can try with buildings, animals, um, goods like making them better goods and things yeah. like that and traveling and all that stuff is pretty interesting to me and that is fields of RL.
0: i would say if i played it two player you know i'd like to get a few more plays in there but it would be pushing the top of this list for me really maybe not the top top okay but
1: so you really enjoy- okay
0: i liked it a lot i like the uh you know just the number of actions i always love those in the rosenberg games the how the different seasons work together just kind of i enjoyed it i want to play it again okay so that brings me to my number seven it is a card-driven game about an election and that is 1960 the making of the president it was originally published, I think, by Z Man Games and then it was re released by GMT. I have the G M T version. I've only played that one. Uh, basically we Of course you... you got the GMT version. <clears throat> well Are Gotta you represent. surprised? Yeah, right. <laughs> so what you're doing is you are moving around the country. You're you're playing a card, like the card driven or the card driven games, right? And you have points that you can move around the country, or you can use it for the actual action on there. It's um, it's a lot of fun just going around, spending those points, knocking votes down and trying to bring your votes up, trying to manipulate the media, uh, the different political topics of that era, kind of how it all kind of works together. It's just a lot of fun. The, the only negative for me about it is that the debate, portion is kind of meh where you're playing you play like three almost rounds or seasons so to speak and then you move into like the debate phase you're kind of like building cards up into your debate hand and then you're playing them on a side on the topic and it, it just kind of i mean it worked you know i get obviously an election game you're going to have a debate so it it worked for that, but it just kind of seemed like you pause the game, you do like this to little do this mini game. Tiny
1: little mini game. You just felt wasn't worth it. Yeah, and
0: it just kind of yeah, I, I, I could have done without it, I guess.
1: Okay, yeah, I think I have just played it once. I did enjoy it. it, didn't hit my list, but I always just want to play Twilight Struggle or something. yeah, I mean Twilight Struggle is a whole different beast, but that's just the, right. yeah, it's in that
0: line. Yeah, it's like the uh, you know, the appetizer. The mini. Like, <laughs> you know, you can get a quicker game in of this. Yeah. Maybe. Someone could get smoked in Twilight Struggle, but it's true. You know, typically the games are shorter. Uh, it's I would say simpler to play. You know, it's got the same feel, the same mechanics, but the cards are easier
1: to understand and for me it's the best election game that I've played. Yeah. I haven't played Demacher yet, though. I have not. I don't think you'll like Demacher. I don't think so. I want to try it. But I'm interested. I don't know how I'll feel, but I am definitely I want to try it. Number six for me should have been my number seven. That's Seven Wonders Duel. Wow. But it's my number six. Okay. Um, I really enjoy it. I like the three different ways you can win in the game. I've seen a lot of victories in all three ways, actually. Um, I like the pressure, mainly, that science or military puts on someone trying to win that way, so they have to try to block you or stop it or hold on and try to win a different way, or whether it's by in-game scoring. Um, I really like it. It's a fun way to do two-player drafting. It really works well with you picking a card. It's like built in a pyramid. Some are face-up, some are face-down. You've played Seven Wonders. This will catch on to you real quick. Um, They definitely improved in this game how chaining works. They just made it make a lot more sense, easier to understand or see what cards you can build and things like that. But, yeah, it's a very, very fun two-player only game. Seven Wonders Duel.
0: I've only played it a few times. It's been a while. But uh, I enjoyed it, and it's on my short list. Did not make my list. But my number six made my list.
1: <laughs> I hope it did.
0: And that is Baseball Highlights 2045. Yes, you could play it four player, but realistically, you're still only playing a two player game because, you know, you're taking each taking a team, you're playing a, a series against each other. I know we played it four player that one night, and then we basically did like a world series. The winners fought, went against the winners, losers, losers. Uh, But it's just a really fun deck building game. You're kind of creating your team. When you bring somebody else into your lineup, you're sending one of your players down to the minor leagues and then so on. The different names of the players are funny too. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Um, You know, just kind of trying to figure out who's who in there. Uh, It's just a, a really good deck building game that gives you a little bit more to it because with the running the bases and you're trying to counter what the other player plays as well i just want to play baseball highlights 2045
1: now <laughs> yeah it's one of those that was very close you know right in there with battle line of the 15 games i had to choose between that was one of them yeah the it's a good one my number five I worked this one out quite well, is the Battle of Five Armies. (laughs) So it has card play and dice action selection similar to War of the Ring. So if you know one, it's going to be easy to learn the other, but they're still different games. What I like about this one a lot is the battling and how that works. Um, with the card play but then also depending on the terrain that you're in or the units that you have they have their own specials and each round you're going to pick one of those unit specials they might give you more dice or a different advantage in the battle just really interesting how then taking wounds you can take a bunch of wounds once you have more wounds than how many troops you have or something along those lines or if it's two for everyone then you got to get rid of a troop, and every troop you get rid of you can get rid of two wounds or something like that. It's really interesting how that works. The shadow player starts out really strong and powerful, and then as the game progresses, the free people gets better and better because they're getting more people into the game and more abilities and stuff like that. So it's What I want to play right now, hmm. Battle of Five Armies. Every time I play this, though, I want to play...
0: War of the Ring, and I think that's what always hurts it for me. I know it's not...
1: I get that, though, because War of the Ring is the best game ever, so... Well, I I wouldn't go that
0: far, but I like that so much in that it has the grandiose feel to it, and then this one, like, boils it down to, like, one battle. battle, Yeah. Which I still like it. I enjoy playing it. You know, I like the mechanics of it, but I... It was like, ah, I just wanted something more out of that. You know, and I just kind of...
1: I want a Helm's Deep or a Minas Tirith battle. battle. That's what I want.
0: Just keep pumping out the battles?
1: Yeah, I'll gobble them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this was another one on my short list. As far as...
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. That's all.
0: I mean. didn't think this would be on your list. Okay. That makes me feel better? <laughs> I don't know why that would, but... No, I don't know why. So my next one, my number five, I cheated a little bit, Ryan. I clumped a few games into one, and those are the Command & Color games.
1: That's completely cheating. Just Is all just the Command & Color games?
0: I I can give you individual ratings of those, but... that So you're making a list of like 18. Well, that's what I didn't want to do. That's what you just did. No, not really. Because I could have had like my my
1: nine through five. That's what you should have done. All of the command and color games. Well, That's I what you should have done. I want to
0: spice it up a little well,
1: bit. Well, I, I made my list true to how I feel about my top 10 two player only games. I didn't. Well, I made mine true to how I feel or how I wanted
0: to make my list. Don't judge me, okay? So the ones I'm putting in here uh, Memoir 44 is probably my favorite but it's close the commanding colors of the napoleonics and the um ancients those are really good too and then the um battle lore that one's a lot of fun it makes me sad every time we talk about it
1: how they ended it but i just don't like what makes me sad is you you're talking about 7 games in 1 here uh that was like four or five <laughs> well did you mention memoir that was the first one okay yeah so what's your number five here
0: so if you're gonna force me to pick a number five i'm gonna say memoir 44. oh
1: come on it's the worst one no it's not yes, it is
0: no it's, but it's not. got
1: the best components
0: <laughs> that's not true either no, it's not you know battle
1: better components yeah i would say so but yeah,
0: I like Memoir I, a lot I
1: like the Command & Color line too But Memoir The theme is the best, yes
0: I like just moving the guys across the board and You feel like you're playing Army dice. Man or something Is that what it Maybe is? That's Maybe that's what it is that's yeah. why you, you Just a like little more.
1: plastic Army Men yeah, around. I still like Memoir, I'd still play it but Not on my list It wasn't on my list of 15 short either It also wasn't It's, wow. not, it's not balled in a different list With a Command & Color game or anything
0: That's fine But because, like, to me, these games, for me at least, they're so close. It was like, well, if I'm going to
1: pick one, I'm going to. They're all on the same line, so you better just. Yeah. So the next time we're doing a list, and if Paladins is on there, you can just lump in Architects of the West Kingdom. No, I wouldn't
0: do that. They're far enough apart. They're part of the same line, you said. They're part of the same line, but they're far enough apart. (laughs) The West Kingdom line. Yeah, but they're completely different games. (laughs) We went over that.
1: (laughs) All right. Okay, so my number four game is twilight struggle that low huh (laughs) my top four i really 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 like so (laughs) it was pretty hard to decide so yeah twilight struggle we've talked about it quite a bit i think we even reviewed it yes we did so listen there um great game it's one that you really want to play more than once because the first time you play it you're not gonna know what's going on you're going to be learning the cards the first couple of games that you play. And once yeah. you learn those cards, that's when the game really shines. As long as both players know the cards or have a general feel for most of the cards. Yeah, I think that's the biggest
0: thing. You want players that know the cards. Yeah. and Because if if you don't know the cards and you're playing somebody that knows them, you they're going to s- have a huge advantage. They have
1: advantage. a huge advantage. A lot of sup- stuff won't surprise you as much and yeah. staying quite so bad. Yep. Um, great back and forth cool scoring how that works with sudden victories um the only i guess the biggest downfall to me or my the biggest thing i don't like is the uh the nuclear victory it just feels cheap i just you know what i mean i don't even when you force somebody into it or if they accidentally do it we always like because there's so much going on you're not gonna remember everything like you know just see if you have a Coup there, it's gonna end the game and I'll win everything, but the the forcing somebody into it with either Olympics or just different things like that, I don't like it. I don't know, really. Yeah, I just yeah, I, it it works, it's fine, mm-hmm. um, makes sense that it's in there, but I just
0: I think helps put that tension there because
1: it's like oh, I could lose there's it. There's already any enough time. tension going on. Yeah, that's true. I don't need. I don't. I don't need the stress of. Causing global thermal nuclear war on me. Well, it's there, so deal with it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> That's why I'm not running for president.
0: <laughs> so my number four is yeah. the only, I would say, like, true miniatures game on my list, and that is Bolt Action.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your number four?
0: Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's seems to be your number one game. It was close, and it's kind of slipped. A games can move around.
1: I like to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I like to hear that it's slipped.
0: <laughs> I think it was like my number five or six. Oh, on I my... thought it was
1: your number one. Like, I don't know. No, when we did our top games. Maybe it was Aaron had D&D on there. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, he had, I think so. The top ten board games, and then he had D&D. Yeah. You can use a board. And... They're really a board game. D and D. It's a role playing game, I would say. Yeah, yeah, not a board game.
0: No, I mean would you say
1: that this is not a board game? This is more board game to me than Okay. Than that. Yeah, technically it's a miniatures game, but Okay. I didn't know how stickler you're gonna be on that. No, no, it's, I'm fine with what well, if we do a <laughs> top ten of have both of them on there, but yeah. this is more Okay legit. So you're letting this one slide? <laughs> I let the other one slide fine too, but it was just weird, like we're doing a top 10 board games and then he had... Yeah. That on, D&D on there where it's... I get it, yeah, you can make a case argument either way, mm. but... So anyways, with this game, if you buy into it, you're going to buy like the
0: core rule book and then you're going to buy a starter set which comes with sprues of the miniatures. You're going to like basically clip them off the little sprue gloom together, paint them, all that stuff. I enjoy that. I know it's not for everyone. No. It's, Is it just the way I said
1: it? No, what? I'm going to attack you later. I'm going to feel like... Whoa. You're
0: going to attack me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, why?
1: No, just keep going. Okay. You're good. It's nothing like that you I'm, did or said. It's.
0: I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out what it's going to be, but no, I'm, I'm going to be on guard now.
1: I'm wondering. If this would be higher on your list, if you were better at painting, wow! (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I had to tack in and bring it up. But I'm I'm not that bad. No, I didn't say you're that bad. But I'm just saying, like when you know when you go to those conventions Mm -hmm. and you look at these pictures online, it's like these people are just like like that. I can't do that. Like if you were like that good, Mm -hmm. would it elevate it up a couple notches? Do you think? I would think so, because you feel more immersed into it then. And that's a lot of what this is, is the immersion.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't think so, because I know I'm not... Are you
1: saying it because you know you're not going to get to that level? No offense. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't know. I, I really don't,
0: because it's not like I... I know I'm not... A good painter i'm okay
1: no you're fine i'm better than i'm i'm talking like those people that are exceptional though well like you're fine at painting them
0: i love i love seeing that kind of stuff i love looking at yeah. those miniatures that are like you know professionally painted basically but i know <laughs> i'm not going to be at that level that's why like, i never try to like paint you know mustaches and beards on guys well, or the eyes why you don't
1: paint your board game miniatures either right cause...
0: Because I know I'm not at that level, so I don't, like, try to. I do what I can do and just enjoy it. You know, I don't sit and think, oh, I wish I could right. paint, I, paint I, it better. It was just a question that I <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. So, as far as gameplay, though, what I really like about it, it has basically like a fog of war. So, every unit that you field, they're going Fog gonna, up the map? They can fog up the map.
1: Like, you actually just yeah you, you get, get a, like a little like fog machine you nice. put on, yeah that'd be pretty cool actually <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyways, so what I'm trying to say is that each unit has an order dice that goes in the little dice pouch, and then at the start of the round, you're gonna pull a dice out or die out and of the pouch of the pouch, and whatever who has ever dice gets pulled out, they get to choose which unit they're going to activate and they get to choose what the order is going to be if it's going to be a run or if they're just going to shoot or if they're going to move and shoot and then there's all sorts of different stuff about you know if you move it's going to be harder to shoot if they're behind cover yada 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 you know it's got all those rules it's fairly heavy because of that because there's so many different rules i play a lot with my brother you know we don't do it you know we're not super sticklers about oh you can only move you know if you move this one a little bit or that way, you know we're we we play to have fun yeah. you know and then well that's the way to do it yeah and we've also gotten Johnny into it he's got the the Russian army he's he's been building up so And he, he
1: plays with his buddy Derek, Derek too whatever yeah yeah talks yep. about every once in a while
0: um but yeah it's. It, again it's like we talked about with Dice Masters it's almost like a lifestyle game because there's so much you can buy into it Yeah, and then you know you take the time to paint it you take the time to put it together and then you know before you even get to play you put all that time into it and then you basically field and you create an army from this army list you know and you got all this stuff going on that to me is a lot of the fun of the game too And then obviously playing it, I I really enjoy that as well. So that is Bolt Action from Warlord Games.
1: That did not hit my list. What? I don't know. You're surprised to hear it, Tim. I think you've only played it once, right? Two or three times. Really? Okay. Let me check my log plays.
0: Ooh, I was thinking just once. I know
1: it's been twice. I I played once without Caleb and once with Caleb. Two plays. Okay. My rate, 5.5. Ooh. So that's pretty low. <laughs> I don't hate it though okay i I think the main thing I don't like is all the steps around playing the game.
0: yeah, you weren't
1: I knew you weren't yeah. gonna be into that, and then the the game itself is it's it's fun. I'll just stop there, okay, <laughs> my number three my number three is Battlelore second edition. This is my favorite of the command and colors line, huh it is also the only one i'm gonna have rated at number three that's fair you do you yeah um (laughs) talked about it a lot before what separates this one for me is the added complexity of the each unit has its own special a lot of the other games yeah the units do have specials but this just feels like they have more impact or more they have their own different attack dice, like number of attack dice or number of movement. They have their own special ability. Um, if you roll certain faces of the dice, sometimes they do special things. They just feel more differentiated than like, say Ancients or Napoleonics or Memoir 44, I guess. That's okay. why this one appeals to me more. Obviously, the components are great. It looks great. I like fantasy, but I also love uh, World War Two. I love the theme of Memoir. <laughs> Um, I love the theme of ancients, so I like that a lot. But this is the one that tips the scale real high for me. Uh, The lore cards really separates it, and I know they feel ratty Mm -hmm. to you, but I love them. You know, games like this are conflict games, so I like that ratty stuff in there and the surprises. You know, you call it a little fog of war, Tim. Oh, cancel cards. I'm fine with it in Battlelord. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Battlelord 2nd Edition, great game. Love the ratty. I embrace it.
0: Okay, that's cool. All right. I talked about it just briefly. All right, fine. So my number three... I'm not mad at all. My number three, <laughs> I'm going to move away from you a little bit so you don't get mad or hit me, and that is War of the Ring 2nd Edition. That's high, huh? Yeah, I like it a lot. All right. Like, you know, we talked about it briefly... With Battle of Five Armies, I love the the dice play, or how the dice... Okay,
1: I, got, I, was, I brain farted and couldn't think of... I knew the one, but now I know what your other one is. Okay. It, two and one. Okay. I'll accept it. <laughs>
0: I thought you were going to be mad because it was this low. Oh, no. Okay, so I like the how the dice, you roll the dice, and then it determines the actions you get to take on the round... You know, it's the grandiose. It has a little hidden movement with the Fellowship, and you're trying to uncover it or keep it hidden, whichever. And I know we talked about it before in other episodes, but that very first game we played, Ryan, it is one of the best gaming moments we had where it came right down to the end, and I could reveal the Fellowship. You just remember because you won. no, it was like yeah, it yeah, was the yeah. perfect like ending. Terrible game for the for the you know yeah. it, with the book, and it just you know Gollum takes that final hit. The Fellowship succeeds. They drop the ring into the Mount
1: Doom. Stupid and, Fellowship. Yeah, you're just mad because <laughs> you lost. Damn right I am. <sighs> I still remember that. Just trying to impress Sauron and become one of his minions, and yeah. I failed him. It didn't work, did it? Nope, didn't work. This is definitely one we got to play more. I know. I get to play with Michael since you won't play with me anymore. That's not true. I will. Oh, well, let's do it. Fine. Bring it over. You never asked me to. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I'm not gonna talk about that game. I'm gonna skip ahead to my number two. Okay. I'm gonna beat you to the punch here, Tim. You can chime in with me though. Uh, that is Summoner Wars. Wow, that so is my number, number two. two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we reviewed it. Fantastic game. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what else to say. We, besides when we reviewed it, but all the different factions, all their different abilities, just like Battler for me, you know. But you have more units, more abilities, more combinations to play with, all different types of play styles. You know, you can have the ratty benders, or I think their benders are called. Yeah, I think so. Filth are pretty ratty, but the benders are awful. <laughs> but yeah, tons of different things you can do. So much fun. Um, simple game. But still gives you decisions to make, fun choices, chucking the dice. That's Summoner Wars.
0: Ah, so good, if so much like, fun.
1: If you like our last two-player battle it out type, just get Summoner Wars. Oh yeah,
0: it's really good. I mean, we even we went as far as like starting our own league. Yeah, within our group,
1: if. That's like that at that point it would be like a lifestyle thing where we just we want to play mo- like yeah. a lot of different stuff, but yeah. I would have been fine.
0: We spent an entire been game day just that. playing we Summer that Wars.
1: Like two or three in a row.
0: Yeah. And I had so much fun playing it. Still
1: have a ton of fun playing it. Um It's my most played game. Played is like hundred and ten or so times. Whoa. because all them kept Oh, beat me. okay. <laughs> That's <laughs> a, right. He had to use the Phoenix Elves, and I had to use the Jungle Elves or whatever. <laughs> did he ever beat you? I think, yeah, I think he did. Okay.
0: So that was also my number two Summoner Wars.
1: So my number one was your number three. No big shock. Mm. This is my favorite game. Yeah. Uh, that is War of the Rings Second Edition. Not a lot I can say that hasn't been said in many different episodes most thematic game you'll ever play. If you like fantasy, you like Lord of the Rings, you don't mind heavy games, you can play two-player. Just get it and play it over and over again. Yeah, you're not going to regret it. That's That's all I got.
0: So my number one... Greatest game ever. I would disagree. Okay. Because my number one...
1: Oh I'm not... technically Summoner Wars and War of the Ring can be played at three and four. Oh but please. Those are the two of them that it's like really. We have played Summoner Wars at four. Because we're so it's but
0: it's, it's not it's not the same game. No
1: anyways, you're number one.
0: So my number one it's one of my favorite games. I don't think it's the top spot anymore.
1: And that is Twilight Struggle. Is that your top spot anymore? I don't I don't know. You're you're flopping all the time on. Is it dominant? It's that viticulture's right there. I know through the ages was in there. Yeah, that one's always pushing. You, played, you way never in. you never play that or through the ages. Yeah, oh, you don't have the app anymore. Yeah, I so don't have the app
0: anymore. That's sad. I know
1: that's on me. Yeah. I know that.
0: But uh, Twilight Struggle, we talked about it prior when ryan talked about it when it was lower on his list we reviewed it it's a fantastic game it's it's my favorite two-player only game
1: yeah it's a great game my top four were are all just awesome awesome games yeah so any honorable mentions tim
0: uh yeah i briefly talked about them or you know you mentioned them seven wonders duel battle of five armies
1: those were my Mine was Hannibal: Rome versus Carthage. Oh yes, uh, we played like a half game once. Uh, pretty similar-ish to Washington's War, obviously different, but I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. The half play we had of this, I know I really liked it. I really like the theme. I'm a Hannibal guy. Um, I'm a Rome guy, so obviously that one appeals to me. Yeah. Um, any that you've really wanted to try out? Yes, I have a couple of them. I have two as well. I mean, there's a lot, but two that really stand out. Wow, I guess when I said couple, I meant four. Okay, well, my couple's two, and I know one of those will be on there, so I'll let you go ahead. Undaunted Normandy?
0: No. Okay, that's one I really want to try. You I have, have that. I know, <laughs> but I want to try it. Okay. So I wanted to put it on there. I'm going to butcher this. Gahara?
1: I don't know how to say it, but yeah, I know what game you're talking okay. about. Okay, <laughs> I My heard. brother Kevin has it. I know. I don't remember borrowed from Wagner him. has it. Yeah, or I not? think he does. Okay. Yep. Uh, so Chris, Tim wants to set up a date to play Sekigahara, the uni- unification of Japan. Yep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Please, I'm uh, I'm waiting for you. So that one, uh, it's one I want to try. V Commandos, I've been interested in a while for so it.
1: So you're saving the one that we're crossing over on for last. Okay. Yeah, V Commandos, i try that out. What else are you thinking about? Your fourth one. Is that did you just list for? Well, I've only listed three, but okay. I'm pretty sure it's... Wow! <laughs> I didn't mean we'll look to at look my down list. at
0: your list. Come on now. I'm trying to think of what the game is. All right, well, say your fourth one then, if it's that's not it, apparently. Uh, well, my fourth one, I added it kind of late, because... One of our listeners, uh, Tim. I know. I'm. I don't know what I'm missing.
1: Wow! <laughs> you're gonna be pissed when you. I'm sure I am. So, anyways, there's a million of these games that I'd like to try out, and I just we don't get to play them anymore. I know it's. Tell I... me
0: your number four. Uh, it's Omen. Yeti. Yeti yep. got you into it. Huh? Yeah, he was talking it up
1: okay. the other day, and I was looking into it. It looks pretty good. Kind of a two-player. Yeah. I'd uh, definitely like to try that one out if I ever get to see Yeti. Maybe he could bring Omen. That's what I told him, at Origins. There you go. Is he going to Origins? I don't know. He hasn't really said. I mean, he was talking before. He's not going. He's going to waffle all the way to Origins. I don't know. I hope he goes. He should go. I'm not playing Nightfall with him, though. Oh, come on. No. won't do it. You won't? I'd rather not. <laughs> if that's going to be the only way he goes, his stipulation is I have yeah. to play Nightfall with him, I'll think about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyways. Yeah, anyways. What's the game? Star Wars Rebellion? Oh, shh. How's that not? That's, yeah. Damn it. That's easily got to be on there for you. It is. You know, it's it's been touted as, you know, War of the Ring. Not plays the same, obviously, yeah. but big epic. You know, basically yeah. Star Wars theme and whatnot. I really want to play that. Try that out. I heard the expansion is awesome for it too. Yeah, really helps out some parts that some people were disappointed in. Okay. And Stronghold Second Edition. I've wanted to. I've almost got this so many times. Yeah, but you've it's, talked about this. It's the portal for a while thing. Like oh, it's two things. It's the portal and the rules. Yep, it's portal. Yep. And I hate the rules with a passion. Um, and the second edition. <laughs> I, I don't know if you look, I like the, love the art and the look of the first game. I don't like how it looks in the second one. If I had never seen the first edition, I might not feel that way, but the first looks so much better. Do you know how much gets changed like, rules as far bar- as rules-wise? I is think it- supposedly the rulebook's supposed to be a lot easier to get through and uh, things like that. I'm not really sure how much actual gameplay has changed. <laughs> I don't imagine a lot, but... Just because my thought is you could buy yeah, both? Yeah, could. And then just, or I could download the, the rules of the second, yeah, or, but, yeah, or that, yeah. But yeah, I just like the art on that first one a lot more. I There's, like the cubes more than the meeples too. In the first edition, like as far as the defenders, oh, I don't mind but, it. No, it's not bad. It looks, it's way better than the first one though.
0: Well, yeah, it is, but. It really, makes me there's, sad. There's absolutely nothing wrong. It's a
1: second edition. It should be the best possible game it can be. It should have Portal not do the rules. If if it wasn't, it's sad. <sighs> I hate to keep bringing it up, but yeah. if it wasn't Portal, I would probably have it. The because first I'm edition. Just, either one, because I'm so <laughs> sketchy with the rules. Okay. I'm gonna find all these little edge case scenarios that aren't covered, and I gotta go through an errata. I don't want. I don't care. I don't wanna look at an errata. Like I do not wanna look online for an errata and have to sit and have that pulled up on my phone or print it out. I hate that stuff. <laughs> I know I'm ranting, but I hate it. Does that stuff bother you too though? Like oh, yeah, it how... does. I'm not I'm in no way handy. I'm not a handyman. <laughs> I I know that's not really being handy is having yeah. something pulled up but I don't You have to uh have the rule book, you have to have
0: extra sheets yeah. printed out from the publisher. No, I'm done gotta, with that. you got to have Board Game Geek open up yeah. so you can look at the rules, questions on
1: there. Yeah, I'm not big on that at all. But, uh, love the idea of the game. Uh, I've watched gameplay videos and how to play it's tons. Looks amazing. I probably should just get it and quit complaining. Yeah, but you should. I love the theme of that, you know, siege in a castle and how in-depth it looks, stuff like that. And there's so many different ways you can siege it and, uh, played a computer game back in the day called Stronghold and you know they a bunch of different sieges throughout history there was you know historical and unrealistic ones that you would do and look how much fun this guy's having in this picture I'm just trying to rat you That's yeah fun. it's a you know it's a Euro game and but it's got the theme that I want so yep I'm salty man look at these components look at those archers they're fine. I just like the the, cubes. the look and everything about the first edition more. So anyways, those are my two. Obviously, there's many more, but those are my two big ones. Well, stuck with us. Stuck with my complaining. You're a dual winner. You really went off at the end there. You can email us at dualwindgames at gmail.com. Join the guild on BoardGameGeek 3471. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at DualWingGames. And we're going to see you guys in a couple weeks For another episode
0: On episode 32 We review Gaia Project And then hopefully we finally wrap up the Board Game Geek Top 250 And remember When you do a win Everyone wins He's pissed about Stronghold <laughs> Still? <laughs>
1: it's just annoying Because yeah. I know I'd like it if I could like just get it, but I'm never gonna play it consistently.
0: Enough. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, folks.
1: We'll be heralded as the. We'll be heralded as the sometime in the nearest future king of our... <laughs> I forgot my <laughs> <overall>. <laughs> The highest final score will be.
0: <laughs> the... I was waiting for something just stupid at the end. You didn't disappoint.
1: Your final score will be the lower of these two scores, and whomever has the highest final score will be heralded as a sometime. <laughs> You gotta stop. I know, I was trying to. I'm just gonna say yeah, this Yeah, there way. you go, that word. <laughs> <laughs> you, just look, you look like Cass, because your back's <laughs> Like you're too cool for school. You
0: know what, Ryan? I don't like your opinion on this one.
1: You could just talk to my back. <laughs> your final score will be the lower of these two scores, and who... <laughs> <laughs> I was going to turn around and read, but that's going to work the mic with me. <laughs> Your final score. It makes it even worse.